The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys are having an amazing day. If you're new here, welcome, my love. I'm so excited to have you tuned in for your first ever episode of Manifest Daily. And of course, if you're an OG listener, hey girl, hey, hey boy, hey, what's popping? What's good? Welcome back to another episode of your fave, Manifest Daily. My loves, today we're doing a bonus episode, okay? We're doing a little bonus episode. We're chatting. We're sitting down. I have my coffee here. I probably won't sip it throughout the video because already I can feel my mouth watering. Like I literally took a sip and now my mouth is just watering and I'm like, how, like why? Why is this happening to me? And y'all know I hate the sound of myself like swallowing or breathing on the mic. So trying very hard not to not to touch the coffee for this recording. My loves, today we are chatting all about dating older men. It's giving tea, it's giving spice, okay? Maybe not too, too spicy, like a little bit spicy, like on a level one to five like a three, a mid-level spice, if you will. And I have a bit of an outline for this episode, so I will be looking at my phone. If you're watching this one on YouTube, you'll see me like glance down to make sure that I'm sticking to the outline because I have a few different points that I want to cover. And so I took like just a couple of notes on the things I want to talk about for the sake of this episode. So grab your tea, grab your water, grab your iced coffee. If you're like me, you're probably sipping on a Dunkin' iced coffee, iced latte this morning, mocha, caramel mix. They ran out of oat milk. I was like, girl, not me having to get almond. I said almond milk? Like, what is this, 2020? So anyways, I got the oat milk. Oh, no, just kidding. I got the almond milk and I came home and I put some of my oat milk creamer in it and it's absolutely delicious. Absolutely delicious. Grab your water, grab your coffee, grab your tequila. It's early on my side. It's literally, it's 9.35 a.m. So I will not be sipping on any tequila for this video. Tequila? What is tequila? <laughs> I will not be sipping on any tequila for this video. But if you wanna, you know, I'm finna judge. I'm not finna judge you. Like, so do do whatever really floats your boat and I, I support you, my love, okay? So let's go ahead, dive into this conversation. I figured I would start this episode off with my first date with an older man. So to give y'all some context, if you have been keeping up with my dating journey thus far, I use dating apps. So I, I am literally always on and off these apps and that's because these apps are ghetto, okay? These apps are annoying. The men on these apps are very much annoying, but, but there's always good people on the apps as well. I'm like, if I'm on the apps and I'm genuinely looking for a connection, if I'm genuinely being vulnerable, putting myself out there, there has to be at least one other man that's doing that. So as ghetto as the apps can be, as annoying as they can be, they are a good way to meet people and they are a good way to set up dates and just to like practice getting yourself out there, meeting new people, like you never know. So I would say 
go in with expectations. Like make sure you're balancing and managing your expectations going into the apps, but also know that there's so many people who have met their person on them. That being said, my journey with the apps has been predominantly using the apps to meet men around my age. And if you're new here, I'm 28. I turned 28 in May. So I was on the apps, I think since I've been like 26, I typically would have my age range like around my age. So when I was 26, I had it at like 26 to 28. Essentially, I wasn't putting the age range too, too wide. Like I was really sticking to maybe one or two years older than me. So fast forward to what was it? I want to say it was literally the last holiday season. So last December, I went home to Boston for the holidays. I was there for a good month. And while I was there, of course, you know, I'm on the apps. I'm like, let, let me swipe. Let me see what Boston is giving. Okay. Cause Dallas is a different vibe. Boston is a different vibe than Dallas. I was like, let me see what the Boston streets are giving. Cause I haven't swiped or I hadn't swiped in Boston as like, an adult of my age on the market. So I was, I wanted to see what was out there. And when I went on the apps in Boston, I was like, let me put the age a little higher. Let me see what it's giving if I put the age a little higher. So fast forward to me putting the age, I think I went up to like 36, I wanna say was the highest I put it to. So long story short, I ended up matching with this man who was 36 years old. And I, when I tell y'all, I was so nervous. So at the time I was 27. And so the age gap between 27 and 36 is almost 10 years, right? I remember feeling really nervous because one, I was like, he's an attractive man, but I don't know if I'm going to be attracted to him in person because in my head, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be thinking about his age and thinking about the fact that he's like close to 40 and thinking about all these different things in my age and whatever. Attraction is one thing, but being attracted to someone is different because you can objectively say like, oh, that person's cute, but I'm not attracted to them because, you know, X, Y, and Z, because maybe they give you the ick for whatever reason. So I was just nervous about meeting this man and not being attracted to him in person because of that. We get to the date and I remember he invited me out to this restaurant. Um, Where was it? It was like, oh my gosh, it was in... Was it in South Boston? I don't know, but it was a really nice area. And I remember looking up the restaurant and I was like, oh, cause it was a really nice restaurant. Oh, another thing too, you guys. So like, you know how on Hinge, cause I found him on Hinge. On Hinge, you can put your job. I think on all of the apps, you can put your job. So his job, I forget what the his job title was, but I remember reading his job title and being like, oh, like he's, he's like established. Like he's, he's out here. Okay. This man is, is a grown man. So I was like, Oh, so I think that was also contributing to me feeling nervous, feeling a bit intimidated, feeling a bit like, why is he matching with me? So we get to the date, really nice restaurant. I walk in and I remember encountering the hostess at the door. And so she's like, who are you here to meet? Or are you just here for dinner? Like whatever. She's like asking me these questions about, you know, like where should I be seated? All this stuff, whatever. I literally remember telling her cause I was so nervous. I was like, girl, I go, girl, listen, <laughs> I, now that I think back on it, I'm like, oh my God, she probably had a story to tell to her friends. But I was like, girl, listen, I'm on a first date. This is the first date. I said, I have this man's pictures on Hinge. I said, I don't know if it's catfish. I don't know what he looks like. I said, he's a little older. He's a little older. And she goes, oh, she's like, oh, there's a gentleman here who came in who said that he's waiting for someone else's party. He's sitting at the bar. So I was like, okay, okay. So she was like, it's okay. Like, take a deep breath, like whatever. She's trying to talk me through it because she sees I'm visibly like, 
panicked. And so I see him at the bar. I walk over. Mind you, this is the dead of winter in Boston. So I have on, I had on a dress with stockings and boots. And then I had on this really big trench coat and a scarf. So I get to the bar and he's there and he like gets up, gives me a hug. I go to get my seat out to sit down or whatever. And girl, I don't know what the hell is going on at this point because I am like tripping over my own feet. Like I'm trying to pull the chair out. My heels are like four and a half inches high. He's shorter than me. I'm like tripping over my heels. I was trying to pull the chair out. I'm putting the jacket on. The jacket's falling off. I have my bag. I'm like, where did I put my bag? It was just, I literally cringe thinking back, but it's so funny now. It's like not a bad cringe. It's like a, it's like a funny cringe, but literally it was just this moment of me being really nervous. But the thing about first dates is like, I get nervous to go on a first date because I'm always nervous about not the date itself, because the date is going to go great. One thing about me, I'm going to bring a good time. If you want to sit there and not talk or whatever, I'm going to talk to myself. <laughs> okay, I'm going to have a good time regardless. But I think I was like, and I'm always nervous about that first encounter. Like when you first meet the person, one, are they going to look like what you expected them to look like? Are they going to, are you going to be attracted to them? Like, are they going to be kind of what you expect. And that's why I like to set up first dates like super early on so that I don't build up a lot of expectations of this person in my head before meeting them. You can tell someone all day, you know, manage your expectations. Like don't expect too much going on this first date with this person because you don't know them, but we're human. And it's so easy to, if you're talking and texting someone every day to like get super excited and build them up in your head. And when you meet them, you become even more nervous. So I like to do a first date super early on so I can kind of avoid all of that extra tension, if you will, in my head. So we ended up having a really good date. I will say though, one thing about that man is he was very much like, uh, there's something I've noticed and I don't even know where to put it. I'm putting it in right here. It's something I've noticed about some of the older men that I've been on dates with that are, for lack of a better word, rich, like they're well off. Some of them like, especially if they're the ones that didn't grow up with the money and then came into the money later in life through their career or whatever else, they almost like to talk about it a lot. And that this, this has just been my experience. So I'm not saying this is every single man. I doubt, I highly doubt it is. But the ones that have been well off some of them, not all of them that I've been on dates with. So like this person and one other person, they like talk about their wealth. So he was very much like talking about his summer trips, talking about like, oh, I'd love to take you to Europe, cap, talking about his apartment or house or whatever that he bought and this other house that he owned in Europe and all of these different things and really sort of flaunting his wealth. I mean, I was there to have a good time. I'm enjoying the day. Go talk about your money all you want. And I think it's sort of, it was giving this air of like less braggy, well, kind of a little braggy, but more so like wanting to impress me. The fact that there are women out there that will predominantly choose certain men because of their money, even if they're not attracted to them or even if they don't even like them. I think that there are men that, will lead with money, but they have a personality and stuff like that, but they're almost like putting that out there first because they're thinking that's what's gonna draw you in. Yes, love me some money, love me a good bag, okay? However, I also really value someone's personality, their intellect, their conversation skills, their uh, affection, like all of these other things. I'm not dating older men for money. It's not, I'm not a sugar baby. I just hit the mic, so hopefully, <laughs> 
hopefully that didn't pop off in the recording, but I'm, that's not what I am. So he was like leading in this date talking about money and whatever. And I mean, again, I was there to listen to stories, but they were very entertaining stories. So I wasn't mad at it. We had a beautiful dinner. It was also really interesting. And one thing I liked was that this was sort of a great exposure to someone that also was really sure and confident in themselves. So he was just very much like, he knew the people there. We got to do like a, the tasting menu. Um, so we had like the chefs coming out and bringing us specific things on this tasting menu. Like I'm talking some real nice stuff. He was telling me about how some of the things were like European recipes and whatever, whatever. Like he had like a wealth of knowledge. And so he seemed very cultured and very confident. And that I thought was very attractive. The money thing, I mean, obviously having the money was like what opened up this specific experience for us but i will say i really enjoyed the conversation and the food too the food was good okay the food was food was giving one thing about boston food it gonna hit and the conversation was great as well so during our date we talked about the fact that i didn't live in boston that i lived in dallas and i think that was sort of where we realized like he wasn't open to long distance with someone so it sort of became something where we knew that after this date, we probably weren't gonna keep talking or hang out again. So we definitely enjoyed the conversation, the food, like I said. You know, me being a resident of Texas and him being a resident of Boston, it was just the long distance thing was not gonna work. But I did enjoy the experience. So fast forward, I come back to Dallas and after having that experience, I think for me, I was like, okay, there was something there. And I don't know if I said this, but I was attracted to him in person. Again, when someone is very smart when they are able to have like a really intellectual conversation when we're able to talk about deeper things debate but we're also able to come back to surface level random things and laugh and then kind of go back and forth between the two i value that so much and then coupled with the fact that he was an attractive man and then coupled with the fact that he had this like just unshakable confidence i was very attracted to him so when i came back to dallas i was like okay I have seen something. I have discovered something here about myself. I've discovered that the older man, the, I could actually, you know, be with an older man. So that's when I was like, all right, let's open up the age, the age range on the dating apps while I'm in Dallas. And that has led me to where we are today. So currently, I believe I have my age range like pretty, pretty wide. I would say it's from 26 to 48, I wanna say, or 49, uh, not 50, but like right, right under 50, damn near. So that is what I have my range at on most of the apps that I'm on because I took a break from the apps, but I'm back on them, but not really, I'm like on them, but I don't really swipe a lot on them. They're just kind of on my phone. I'll go on them, like maybe check them once a day or so, like at the most. That is what I have my range set to so far. When I first went on a date, I think this was like my first date with an older man in Dallas. So we matched on Bumble and I had shared, I think I shared part of this story on Instagram, but we matched on Bumble. And I remember I was really blown away with how he took lead of the conversation very, very early on. So literally I, I said something to him, I alluded to something in his bio and he responded and he alluded to the fact that I had sushi and art, uh, art galleries and museums in my bio as an interest. And he was like, we should go on a date to get sushi or to go to the Dallas Museum of Art. And I was like, yeah, like, Absolutely, I've never been to the Dallas Museum of Art. When we checked the times, it ended up being a thing where he couldn't get off work 
in time for us to make it that Friday. So we ended up doing sushi instead. I met up with him for a date and literally on our date, I was running a little bit late and the poor guy, he ended up telling me on the date that he ordered so he'd ordered a roll of sushi when i got there and he was like i'm so sorry like i ordered and he was like i just didn't know if you were going to show up and i was like what do you mean like i had texted you and i told you i was going to be about 15 minutes late because i hit a bunch of traffic heading into the city and he told me that sometimes with younger women a lot of them will kind of chat with him whatever but he's had instances where they literally will stand him up like he'll go on the date he'll be waiting for someone and they won't show up which i just feel like is so absolutely disrespectful disrespectful like I can't believe people actually do that like if you don't want to go on a date with me I understand if you change your mind I get it but tell me tell me before I make it out there especially if someone has to drive like a, a bit of a distance I think it's just so disrespectful to waste someone's time and have them go out somewhere for a date to meet you and then you just never show up so anyways he was surprised that I showed up he thought that me being like I'm gonna be late was just like me lying but he was like I'm so sorry like I ordered or whatever so I get there we're sitting we're talking and he ends up telling me, you know, I have something to tell you. So I was like, wait, what is it? So on the app, I believe his age on the app was like 46 or 45, something like that. And he was like, I'm not the age that is on the app. So I was like, wait, how old are you? And he's like, I'm 55. So I was like, oh, <laughs> like it just... It blew me away a little bit because I was not expecting that, right? Because I don't think I've ever, besides that one, been on a date where someone has lied about their age. Like a lot of times guys will have something in their bio that says, oh, I put in the wrong year by accident. Like maybe they mistyped and like Tinder or Hinge or whatever won't let them change their date of birth. So they'll be like, I'm actually... 26, not 30. I'm actually whatever, not this. But he didn't have that in his bio. His bio said he was the age he was. So in person, he was like, no, I'm 55. So I just was like, that's that's a different ball game to me. Because for me, when you get into dating older men, it's about understanding where y'all are both in your journey, like your life journey. And 55 to me, he was retired. He literally was just traveling for fun. Um, which is beautiful and amazing, but I just felt like we, like that was kind of not what I wanted. And I felt like that was a boundary for me. One that I didn't know. Cause I, like I said, I'd set my age range to a certain number, but in my head, I wasn't sure. I was like, would I date someone in their fifties? If I met someone that I really liked in their fifties. And I think going on that date with someone who was genuinely in his fifties, figuring out or learning about that rather after we had really good conversation and things were going well, I think it just showed me that that definitely was something that I didn't want. I believe that was my first date with an older man in Dallas when I came back. So back to the sugar baby conversation, I've been seeing a lot of that stuff around the internet. Literally the other day, I actually met a girl at the bar and she was telling me how she is a sugar baby. Like she was telling me about all the, the guys she's met and how she is like, how she dates all these like super wealthy men and all these different things. And I was like, oh, I love that for you, girl. Like I love that for you. Do what you do. If that's something that you enjoy, if that literally sparks joy for you and is what you want to do, I absolutely support that. Especially if you're not hurting anyone, like live your life, do your thing. I will say again, that is not my particular choice of a lifestyle. I do like nice things. 
I do like being able to have nice experiences, but I'm also the type of person where I, in the season that I am in life, I'm willing to work hard to like get those things for myself. And if I happen to meet a nice man who I fall in love with, who has the money, to take us to Turks and Caicos and buy me some nice bags, then I will, yeah, I'm gonna take them. Like, I'm not gonna be like, no, you ain't gonna take me on vacation because I'm pay for it myself. Like, no, no, I will absolutely be like, yeah, you could fly me out, like for sure. But I want it to be something where like, that's my man, that like, I'm in love. Do you know what I mean? I don't want it to just be a transactional relationship of the, what I believe now because I don't know too much about it. So if you are a sugar baby and I'm speaking about this incorrectly, I apologize. But from what I know, it's kind of more of that transaction relationship. You are with these men for the lifestyle that they are providing for you. So you're providing entertainment in whatever form entertainment looks like for you and that person. And they are providing you with the bags, the money, the house, lifestyle, whatever. I am just looking for my person. I am open to meeting my person. I am open to encountering my person on a dating app, in real life, wherever. However, I've sort of realized through my journey of dating that I don't necessarily feel as if I have to limit the age of my person to 26, 27, 28, 29, or even 30, that I could go higher than that and still meet someone that I'm comfortable with, that I'm attracted to, and that really understands my values and really can match my energy in the way that I want it to be matched. Some of the biggest pros and positives that I could name when it comes to dating older men is that because they are older, now this is not always the case because one thing I've also learned is that someone's age does not correlate to their maturity. So here we tend to assume that a younger man is going to be less mature and an older man is going to be more mature, more confident, whatever. I will say that in my experience, it tends to be that way, but it's not always that way. And so with the older men, I do really appreciate their confidence. That's one thing I will say, they're super, super confident. And even more so, they tend to be, I will say more, almost like proud to be with you because when you go out on a date with an older man, like when people see, cause you get some stares, I'll tell you that right now too, you get stares. So I went on the, a date with this guy and we went to sushi and we're sitting there in this restaurant and literally I could feel people like looking at us. Cause here, you know, I am looking pretty young and here he is salt and peppered here, definitely looking older and also white. So I think for a lot of people, they were kind of like what, like they were just a little confused about what was going on. So that is one thing you'll get the looks, but I will say on the other hand, the guys are usually like very, very confident and because they're confident, they don't care that people are looking. In fact, for them, it's sort of like a, like validation that they are with someone who is just like super beautiful, super attractive to a lot of people. If people keep looking and they're sort of like, ooh, like that's you right there, that kind of vibe, you feel me? So I will say that's one thing. Another thing I will say is that I'm not dating these men for their money, but the money is important. And let me explain that. So the way that I see it is when you are younger, you are still establishing yourself in your career. You're still figuring out a lot of different things. You may be living at home. You may be fresh out of school with a lot of student loans. Like there are so many different things that I feel like your finances are not fully 
sturdy. And the older you get, not always the case, but the older you get, you typically tend to find your footing. Maybe you move up in the career ladder, if you're in corporate, whatever, you make more money, you figure out more of the things that you want to do. Again, you gain that confidence because you're getting older. So you're like, I don't want to do anything that I want to do. I'm going to do the things that actually make me happy. So you have that confidence as well. And that being said, the older men that I have gone on dates with, they are well off. Like they're driving nice cars. They own a home or they own several homes. All of them have been in like really high positions of power or they own multiple companies, that type of thing. I will say that that tends to be my type. Like a, if I'm speaking to an older man, he is someone that is very well established. He's someone that can teach me something. Cause that's another thing that I value is someone who can teach me something in a relationship. And these men, especially when they are really smart and strategic businessmen can come to me and they're often like really impressed by the things that I wanna do. And they also come with a genuine desire to like want to give me advice or to want to tell me some of their stories that they think will resonate with me. About a year ago, I wanted to elevate my health and wellness journey. I was so tired of taking all these different supplements every single day. So instead of adding more, I decided I wanted to simplify and try AG1. It's one of the best decisions I made in 2023. I now feel more energized and mentally clear daily. My skin has even more of a healthy and brighter glow and my digestion has improved. Like I said, I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted to simplify my supplements. I wanted a single solution to support my entire body, my gut, and my brain health. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've noticed that I feel a boost in energy, not just in the morning when I take it, but throughout my entire day. I used to rely on caffeinated pre-workouts, if you know, you know, but when I cut those out, I struggled with grogginess. Adding an AG1 in the morning covers my bases with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and ingredients like pre and probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food source nutrients. My favorite part of AG1? It's just one scoop, one scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. I love to add in the squeeze of half a lemon, a few drops of AG1's vitamin D3K2, and three ice cubes, approximately three ice cubes every single morning into my glass as well. This is a partnership made in heaven because AG1 is the supplement that I trust and have trusted since 2023 to provide the support that my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. That's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. Check it out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. So while the money isn't everything, I do value that these men have the finances because then I know that they just 
are in a position where they want to provide, where they want to lead. Like we go on a date. I don't have to feel as if like, oh my God, is he going to try to ask me to like split the, the bill with him? I suggest something that I want to do. I don't have to worry about like how much it costs and if he can afford it. It's like, I know he'll be able to handle it just fine. So I really like that aspect, especially because one of the things that I personally value and want for my future relationship is that the person that I'm with is like a traditional provider. And again, I'm always going to make my money. Okay. I'm always going to be working. I enjoy the things that I do. So I'm never going to stop working for the sake of like, I want to rely on a man to pay my bills. I don't need that. I can afford my lifestyle perfectly fine on my own. However, I do want someone who wants to come in and say, let me help you. Let me take some things off of your plate. Let me be that person that is the provider in the relationship because you are also bringing other things to the table. So that's what I want and that's kind of what I am seeking and open to and available to energetically. So I love that I've been attracting these men who are literally fitting that bill. And like I said to y'all in like a bunch of episodes, I've just noticed that the men I'm attracting as I continue dating here in Dallas, they have each like one upped each other. Like when I thought, oh, this guy's great and whatever, it doesn't end up working out. And like, I'm a little bummed because like whatever I meet someone else and I'm like, oh, it can get better than that. It can get better than that. It's like I'm continuously raising my vibration. And as a result, I'm attracting in the men who have the qualities who have the the skills the intellect the finances all of these things that i'm looking for in a partner and i think that a huge part of that journey for myself was allowing myself to look past my you know what i thought my person should look like my person should be my age right they got to be around my age but it's like who who said that who told me that why is that such a hard and fast rule. It's not. And so allowing myself to open up what I'm looking for and not just age in terms of race. I used to date predominantly black men. And since moving here, I've opened that up. I literally have gone on dates with black men, white men, all of these different types of people that maybe not that I was trying to avoid before, but that I wasn't even really seeing or noticing or allowing myself to be open to them. And because I've been open in terms of the age and the race and the ethnicity and all of these different things, I've met so many people who have just shown me that the high standard that I have for a person that I want to be my partner is a good standard to have. Like the high standard that I have is not impossible. It's not ridiculous. It's not, you know, something that's out of this world. It's something where as long as I'm continuing to bring that same energy to meet that that high standard of what I'm looking for, as long as I'm bringing that same high standard energy to my life and holding myself to the same high standards, then I can absolutely demand and request that any man who wants to share space, time, and energy with me be of that standard as well. There is a con though with dating the older men besides the fact that some of them are immature and they are very, very grown and you're like, why are you so immature? One other con, or at least it's a con for me, or at least something to ponder. So I feel like con is such a strong word and so like negatively laced. But one thing to take note of is that if you are dating older men, the possibility that they have been married or have kids is higher, right? So if you think about it, a lot of people 
settle down and have kids maybe in their late 20s, early 30s, maybe even mid 30s. So if you are speaking to a man that's in his late 30s or early 40s or even mid 40s, it's most likely that he's been married before and it's most likely that he has at least one child. So that's something that I've had to come to terms with because my ideal partner hasn't been married before and doesn't have kids because I want to experience those things first with my partner. I want it to be my first experience getting married and having kids and their first experience getting married and having kids. So when it comes to dating older men, that's been something where I've had to really manage expectations. They still know that there are men who may be in their 40s that haven't been married and haven't had kids, but then the question becomes why, right? And I, I feel like that sounds a bit judgmental, but it's more so a curiosity question because like I said, the majority of people who are seeking relationships and connection tend to you know, get married or something or have some sort of like serious relationship before they're about 40 or so. So if he's a 40 year old man, he's never been married and he doesn't have kids. It's a curious question of why, like, did you focus on your career for most of your life? And maybe that's why you never settled down and you never had kids. Or were you in a serious relationship and you thought you were gonna marry the person and maybe something happened and you guys never got married and never had the kids. Like it becomes a thing where, you know, I'm curious and I wanna ask the questions and I wanna learn why it is they've never taken those steps or never had those steps. But it tends to more so be that these men have been married and they're typically divorced or they have at least one, two, three, four kids. When they are older and they have these kids, it now becomes a question for me of, can I see this becoming something serious? And I always ask myself the question of, could this actually go somewhere? Like, what is my intention if I am swiping right on this person, if I am matching with this person? Because they have kids. Would I be comfortable coming into their life and getting to know their kids and having their kids be a part of my life as well? Or is that something that would make me absolutely uncomfortable? You have to know where you stand with that kind of stuff, depending on how much older the men are than you and like where they might be in their life. Like you really have to ask yourself if you would be comfortable, not necessarily being a stepmom, but like, cause I mean, maybe it ends up there. Maybe you guys end up getting married and it's a whole thing. What is your actual intention? Why are you wanting to explore that relationship? And what is it that you hope can come from it? If they are lining up with what you want. That being said, I have had a really good experience dating older men here. They've all been super nice, super respectful, very handsome, just very, very kind individuals. And also they have all taught me something. And again, I really value that. My Mercury's in Gemini, so I love conversation. I love to talk, but I also love to learn. And also my Venus is in Gemini too. I said Mercury, but Mercury in Gemini means I do love to talk and chat and stuff. But my Venus in Gemini means that I also value and want, you know, someone who's able to like provide a lot of intellectual stimulation and conversation, someone who's able to keep up with my hundred mile per hour ideas and thought process and talking and all the things. And I have genuinely found a lot of great people here who've matched my energy in terms of the intellectual connection and have just showed me that again, the high standard that I'm holding for men, it is absolutely okay to hold that standard and that 
If they're older, it's also okay to get to know someone that's a little bit older, especially because you don't necessarily know what package your person is coming in. I think I told y'all about this. So I saw a medium and one of the things that she said about the person that is my person, one, he right around the corner, baby. So I might just run into him tomorrow, period. But the other thing she said was that my guides were just reminding me to sort of be very, very open-minded with who I'm dating because the person that I am going to meet may not come in this package that I expect. And I feel like that goes for a lot of us. Like, you know, you hear about people who end up marrying someone from their friend group who was like always there, but they never really considered that person until one day they did. Or maybe it's someone where they're a bit older than you or they're a completely different race than you or Whatever the case is, I think that we need to be very, very open-minded, especially when it comes to dating and friendships, because you just don't know what lies beneath the surface of someone. You can't judge a book by its cover. If someone looks a certain way, don't always expect them to act the way you think they should act based on what they look like, because now you're judging that book by its cover. And now you may find yourself losing out on an amazing and life-changing connection because you didn't open up to let that person in only because they weren't someone that you weren't used to. So that's kind of my whole thing with dating older is that these are people that I'm not particularly used to. Again, I'm used to dating men around my age, maybe a year or two younger, if that. But opening up the age range to older men has been such a game changer for my dating. And I've just had so many nice and luxe experiences as a result. I haven't gone on someone's boat yet, but then again, I can't swim yet. So I don't know if I'm trying to go on nobody's boat. <laughs> However, if somebody want to fly me out to Europe, I really would not object. So <laughs> there's that part. As far as marrying an older man or being with an older man, if that is the package that my person comes in, if he is a 45 year old man, then that's my person. Like I'm not, I'm not going to judge a man by his age. And I'm not going to be like, oh, because he's 45 and I'm 28, we can't get married. Like, I feel like that is limiting in and of itself right there. So would I end up with someone long-term who's older? Absolutely. That's why I'm going on these dates with these men. It's again, not because of their money. It's not because I'm like curious and exploring. I mean, I am curious and exploring, but we're always curious and exploring, but it's genuinely because I could see myself ending up with someone older and having a beautiful marriage, having amazing kids with someone who is older as well as someone who's my age too. And so I'm not limiting the pool of men that I have to dip into. I mean, I suppose I am limiting the pool of men because of the standards I have, but I'm opening up the age range and just keeping the high standard. So it's kind of like a little bit more men available to me. Anywho, my loves, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Hopefully it was like insightful and gave y'all the tea that you were looking for. We could definitely do a part two on this. If you have any questions, leave them down below in the comments on YouTube or DM them to me on Instagram. I know some of you guys DM'd and said you were excited about this episode. I just hope that it answered some of the questions and helped with, uh, you know, if you're thinking about exploring dating older men or older women, I absolutely say go for it, especially if it's something that you are genuinely curious about, but you're just nervous about people judging you for it. 
do what you want to do. Also, so sorry if you can hear the uh, the trash people. They're picking up the trash and they're being very loud right now. But yeah, if you are worried about other people judging you, like live your life for yourself and not other people. Other people are not going to determine whether or not you are happy for the rest of your life. You feel me? So if exploring different types of people to date is what's going to make you happy, is what's going to really allow you to better figure out who you want to be with the type of person that you want to be with i absolutely say go for it and do it you you really have nothing to lose like you genuinely have nothing to lose and you only have so much to gain in learning more about yourself learning more about your standards and learning more about the type of person that you want to be with in the long run but like i said my loves i hope you guys enjoy this episode go ahead and give this video a thumbs up if you're listening on youtube subscribe if you haven't already if you're listening on apple spotify any of the other ones go ahead and give this episode a or not even the episode just like the whole podcast a five-star review i would absolutely appreciate it and i will chat with you guys in the very next episode bye my love credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.